We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself Where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Find joy in everything you choose to do. Every job, relationship, home, It's your responsibility to love it or change it. Chuck Palahniuk. Hello, and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Jack Palacos, and today's theme is the gift of joyfulness. And I'm Katie Chu. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. Please visit www.bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation and get more information about how you, too, can be part of our mission to increase literacy and positive message media. Be The Star You Are needs your donations to help us help those in distress by providing books and other resources. Please donate today at www.bethestarur.org. You can even donate through PayPal Giving Fund with no additional fees. So for our first segment today, Jack will be enlightening us about today's trends regarding joyfulness with another installation of this segment, Trends Without Ends. Take it away, Jack. Hello, audience. My name is Jack Palakos, and I'm really excited to be back on Be The Star You Are. In my segment, Trends Without Ends, today I'm going to be talking about current trends in joyfulness. While maintaining a healthy diet and exercising is crucial to a healthy lifestyle, many studies have proven that being joyful is just as important. Not only does it reduce stress, but having a positive attitude actually makes you far more productive. There is a common phrase that goes, money can't buy happiness. This is actually true in a lot of senses and supports one of the main trends going on in obtaining joyfulness. Recently, Many people have been trying to find joy in non-materialistic items, such as, um, or like they're not, they're trying to find joy in items that aren't electronics. And while playing video games or watching TV or chatting with friends on the phone might bring you joy, it's usually only temporary and it's, it can be a distraction from other tasks. What I mean by temporary is that you can't create memories to go back to and get joy from through watching TV. Let's say you go on a hike with your family, or maybe you go to a theme park or go to the beach. You'll probably have a great time and have tons of memories you and your family will bring up and laugh about. This evokes joyfulness every time you talk about these memories. However, people usually don't talk about an episode on TV they saw a month later and suddenly become really joyful over it. Another trend in joyfulness is doing what you personally like. It is important to keep up with interesting hobbies and activities that will make you happier. As I said earlier, it has been proven that having a joyful attitude makes you both healthier and more productive. 
It's important to do activities that will allow you to always be joyful. Maybe your favorite hobby is playing an instrument, or maybe you like to take walks early in the morning for fresh air. Whatever it is, you should always make sure to do at least one activity you enjoy before starting a stressful or annoying project or even work to ensure that you will start your day off with a joyful mindset. Joyfulness is a trait that actually has a far greater impact on people's daily lives than they really think. Even though you can get joy from electronics, it's important to realize that there are many other ways you can become joyful. Spending quality time outdoors with friends and family is very important and will always make you a more joyful person. That was an incredible I don't know, explanation of joy, joyfulness, Jack. I really do think that a lot of the points you made are definitely true, especially that one um, statement that you said, how you should try to do something that you enjoy, some sort of joyful activity before starting a stressful or annoying project. And I especially felt that this year, personally, when I was doing college apps, I started a journal of just drawings and sketches that I would do between every essay I would have to write or every application I would have to fill out. And it definitely made my half a year filled with college applications a lot more, a lot less stressful and a lot more enjoyable than a lot of other people felt that it was. But I did want to ask, is happiness the same thing as joy? Um, well, that's an interesting question. They do have a lot in common, but they're actually pretty different. While happiness is associated with external items and it's a temporary feeling, joyfulness is more of a cultivated feeling that stays with you for a long time. And uh, what I mean by this is, like I was saying earlier, you can become happy by watching TV or you're playing a video game could make you happy, or maybe you buy a new car and you're really happy that you just purchased your first car, but that happiness won't last forever because like the car could have problems and then you won't be too pleased with it. But joyfulness is something that it's a memory or just anything that you can really cultivate a sense of happiness that will stay with you for a long time. Like if you're going outside with your family on a family hike and you're just having a great time talking and making lots of memories, you're cultivating a sense of joyfulness. And every time that you you and your family are talking about this hike, you'll experience the same sense of happiness that you felt on the hike. But since you keep you're like able to re-experience it a lot, that makes it more of a joyful feeling than just happiness that you get once. Yeah, I definitely agree with a lot of that. I think saying I'm happy is a lot more common to say or easier to hear than to say oh, it's been such a joyful experience. For example, Christmas, right? Christmas is you know, a great time for a lot of people. A lot of things happen. Kids get gifts. You get to see family, all that kind of stuff. But really, for during Christmas, I always kind of, for some reason, associate the word joyfulness with Christmas rather than saying, oh, I'm happy, because I'm happy can be associated with just a question like, oh, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. I'm happy. It's easier to say. But I wanted to ask, um, Jack, what are your experiences with joyfulness? Do you have a certain ex- a memory where you really thought, oh, I felt really joyful during this time? Um, I definitely think one of my one of my most joyful experiences that I've ever had is about maybe seven or eight years ago, the first time that I got my dog. Uh, he's an he was an English or he yeah he's an English cream golden retriever 
And it was just one of the most joyful experiences of my life because I was at the puppy litter and we were going to pick out a puppy. And then all these puppies were, you know, they were everywhere. And I got to choose one and I was petting them all. And they were, they were jumping on my lap. And it was, it was just a, it was a really fun time. And uh, my dog, like the one that I ended up picking out, actually got so jealous of all the other dogs giving me attention that he came around my back and put his paws on my shoulders and kind of tried to get my attention and try to lick my face from my back to really like <laughs> get my attention. And then when I saw that, um, or like when he did that, I was just like, so <laughs> I, I was just really joyful. Or I think like at the time I was just like, I was a kid. So I was always, or I was really young. So I was always really happy. And I was just so excited to ha- mm-hmm. be around a lot of dogs. Cause I love dogs. And um, I, I just got a lot of joy out of that. So then we ended up picking up, uh, like we chose that dog and we took him home that day. And I, I think I can say like every single day of my life, uh, my dog brings me a lot, a lot of happiness and joy. So I really think that's like my best example of joyfulness because every single day of my life, I'm always happy or I'm always just in a better mood when I get to see my dog. So I think that's a good uh, example of joyfulness. That's an incredible memory, Jack. I really love that. Um, so what are some ways people can cultivate cultivate joy? Like you said, um, you enjoy, you're able to have this feeling of joyfulness, of happiness every single day because of your dog. But what are other ways that people can cultivate joy and continue to experience it? Um, well, happiness is based on what happens outside of us. But joy is more about what's happening inside of us. And a lot of joy is based on how you view your life. And people who have gratitude and help others and maybe volunteer, uh, like you can see positive and negative circumstances. And if you see positive circumstances and you make your life more positive, then you'll just tend to be a more joyful person. Like uh, you might, not everyone has a dog or not everyone has something that that really brings them joy. But if you just want to become a happier person and a more joyful person, it helps to just put your life in a more positive mindset, which means like showing gratitude and volunteering, just doing activities that make you feel good about yourself will eventually give you long lasting joy. Yeah, I can. I've definitely seen that between or among different people, different people have different ways of finding joy and experiencing that kind of thrill or just that kind of like enjoyment from varying activities. For example, I have a friend who just really loves nature. So she'll just go out and find the nearest park and walk there and they'll just make her that, you know, it'll put the greatest smile on her face. But for me, rather than nature, I like to talk with people or I like to do something silly and or try something new and I just think it depends it really does depend on that person and a lot of those things you can actually feel and find in volunteering and I think that's why people encourage others to volunteer and that's why a lot of people do try to find ways to help other people and volunteer for organizations work with nonprofits and other opportunities but since we are on trends with regards to joyfulness where else can you see such trends in joyfulness um well according to anna winter who's actually the queen of fashion and heads vogue um 
she on record said in like the 2000 uh, that the 2018 spring clothing fashion trend is actually joyfulness so surprisingly enough um fashion uh, joyfulness can be found in fashion and for me personally uh i'm not really too big in fashion but mm-hmm. i think that this is this is probably because um while while buying clothes um at, in general i would think is a form of happiness because it's something that you buy you get happy and then you use the clothes and then you get bored of um i think fashion is kind of different because it's more of like piecing together different clothes that you own and you can make different outfits and i think that's where you can bring joy into it because you can kind of create your own um like clothing or you not create the clothing but like create your own outfit and then um you can just have all these different arrangements which will just bring you joy if that's if that's like a hobby you're into right and before we go just one last question kind of extending the explanation you were just giving on trends with regards to fashion and joyfulness why do you think joyfulness has become a fashion trend a theme in fashion um I think people like to see um, like bright colors and just stuff that makes them happy. Like, uh, for example, if someone walked into a room in all gray, um, you might just kind of get more of a gloomy vibe than if someone walked in with maybe like a dress, like a dress with all these, like a bright dress with a bunch of flowers on it. You would get more of like a happy vibe from it, and I think that through your clothing you can kind of show a lot about your personality like if you're just kind of a bleak person in general you could just wear you know all all one dark color and then you know that doesn't really show anything about you but if you really you know you're a really happy person you're outgoing you might wear bright colors and just kind of you know it gives off more of a happy vibe and i think that's why fashion has become popular and related to joyfulness lately because people can just express how they feel and how joyful they are through the types of clothing that they wear. Definitely. Well, that was an incredible segment on joyfulness, Jack. I really loved hearing about all these trends and really just explanations for how joyfulness has changed, how we interpret it. But unfortunately, that's all the time we have for this first segment. Listeners, be sure to support our show and these amazing segments by donating to the Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this program. We have lots of fun events coming up, so check out www.bethestarur.org and follow our blog. I'm Katie Chu. And I'm Jack Palacos. Watch Be The Star You Are's fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash be the star you are. In addition, Be The Star You Are founder and Express Yourself producer Producer Cynthia Bryan has just authored a brand new book, Growing with the Goddess Gardener. It's now available at CynthiaBryan.com slash online dash store with 25% of proceeds benefiting Be the Star You Are and Express Yourself. Make sure to keep listening as we continue our conversation about the gift of joyfulness. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. 
Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Katie Chu on Express Yourself, and today's theme is the gift of joyfulness. And I'm Jack Palacos. In this segment, we'll be reading a chapter from the upcoming book, Be the Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, Positive Voices in a Changing Digital World. This chapter, titled The Gift of Joyfulness, is written by Cynthia Bryan, a New York Times bestselling author of several books, TV, radio personality, producer, lecturer, enrichment coach specializing in acting, media, writing, speaking, and life success, and of course the founder and executive director of Be The Star You Are, and Express Yourself. With that, here's the gift of joyfulness. When my son was five, he hugged my leg and said, I love you so much, Mommy, but I don't know who to love more, you or Santa. You help lots of people, but Santa helps millions. This is a tough question. My heart skipped a few beats in the joy that rushed through my veins was as strong as the current of Niagara Falls, if only he knew. Experiencing the world through the eyes of a child is a path to happiness. Kids have such vibrant imaginations, and they know how to squeeze bliss into even the tiniest details. Kids get excited when they catch a cricket or skip a stone. Their eyes widen as they see Rudolph and his reindeer prancing through the night sky. The joy and wonder of being a child is a treasure to remember and relish forever. As we grow up, we are often told that it is the little things that happen in life that will make us happy. It's not a cliche. It's the truth. We can't forget joyfulness. Are millennials experiencing slices of joy? Millennials in general have been given a bad rap. Clumped into a group, they are portrayed as entitled, lazy complainers who are obsessed with themselves, glued to their gadgets, and ready to jump ship from a relationship or a job the minute they are merely content and not over the moon elated. Although there is always the exception, my general experience with this generation has been positive. The young people I've coached and worked with for many years have been engaged, interested in new opportunities, environmentally and socially conscious, dedicated to creating a more peaceful world, yet, yes, glued to their gadgets. But the single quality I have most enjoyed about these individuals is their joy de vivre. Millennials love life. Let's face it, the world millennials live in, the world we all live in, is a frightening place of terrorist attacks, raging wars, political corruption, Famine, disease, discrimination, immigration struggles, health insurance uncertainty, high rents, recessions, stock market plunges, and climate disasters. No one can predict what will transpire tomorrow. Will there be a suitable career opening after incurring thousands of dollars in college debt? Will will Social Security go bankrupt before we can collect? Will a crazed, trigger-happy leader push the button to nuclear destruction? With such abundant uncertainty... 
Is it any wonder millennials want to grab as much fun out of life as quickly as possible while it is still feasible? I vote for creating a habit of joyfulness despite, despite the global circumstances. Our brains are adaptive to change. We can transform the negatives into positives to life with joy. Acknowledging and savoring the little pleasures that we enjoy every day is a route to increase delight. As we focus on the small moments of joy that occur on a daily basis, we'll realize how good our life really is. Here are my simple suggestions for a life-altering payoff. Start practicing gratitude. Smell the flowers on a walk. Taste the sweetness of a juicy peach as it trickles down your chin. Take notice of the pleasure you feel when you pet your puppy. Create a joyful journal. Jot down anything that makes you happy, especially if it's silly, and reread your thoughts when you need a boost. Snap photos of images that make you laugh. Wear a color that brightens your spirit. Spread good cheer to strangers. Plan a picnic in the park with friends to catch up face-to-face. Unplug from technology for 15 minutes to look at the stars. Dance in the dark in your underwear. Are you smiling yet? By focusing on joy in bite-sized bits of joyfulness every day, you'll form a habit of experiencing bliss regularly. As Johann Wolfgang wrote, joy is the mother of all virtues. Seek joy and you will find it. You can love mommy and Santa equally. This is an exercise called jumping for joy. When you are in a bad mood and you feel like you need a boost, start moving. Do a dozen jumping jacks, turn on music and dance the jig. Sing at the top of your lungs, blow bubbles, chase a butterfly, climb a tree, cartwheel, somersault, dive in the lake, throw a frisbee, fly a kite, brush your cat, smell the lavender, jump for joy, eat two scoops of ice cream on a waffle cone, walk a mile, smile, smile, and smile. Be a child again. Make revelry your favorite flavor. And now we have a quote by Joseph Campbell. Find a place inside where there is joy, and the joy will burn out the pain. I actually loved this chapter. I think it's one of the fa- my favorite out of the chapters we have read, just because it's it's such a happy chapter. It talks about joy and how millennials, how we may be viewed as not having, being able to experience joy as simple and as cliche as it has been viewed in the in the past and innocently have moments of joyfulness. But this chapter really spreads awareness of how we do enjoy joyfulness in different ways and how young people are still interested in opportunities, are engaged, dedicated, and just finding other ways to enjoy enjoy the life they live in and the things around them and that we should create a habit. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I liked this chapter a lot, too. Um, I think my favorite part of it is just when uh, it reads, are you smiling yet? Because it just, <laughs> it goes from um, like this whole thing about all the problems in the world and the dangers and just a lot of stuff that really isn't joyful to um, just a bunch of things that seem random, but at the same time, seem really specific like dancing in the dark in your underwear just seems it seems like it just came out of nowhere but at the same time it also you know it's something that makes you smile and I think that's what I really like about it how there's just so many suggestions like chasing a butterfly climb a tree cartwheel dive in the lake just anything like that um there's just so many 
there's like just that list alone. There's hundreds of other little things you can do every day that'll make you joyful. And I think that's really cool how if you really think about it, there's a not there's like way more activities you could do just one a day for your whole life that would just bring you a little bit of joy every day and just make you a happier and more joyful person overall. Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely agree that compared to other generations, of course, our generation, the millennials are definitely spending a lot more time on their gadgets with electronics. But in in many ways, these gadgets also contribute to joyfulness, not in the fact that we're always checking Instagram or some kind of social media, but just in the way that in other ways they can offer joy to us. For example, this summer, right before going to college, I have moments when I'm kind of you know, sad that I'm leaving a lot of people behind or just kind of nervous about the upcoming lifestyle that's going to be ahead for me for the next four years. But then I go on my phone and I see all the videos that I've taken over the past year. And they're not videos that I, for example, excluded myself from a situation, backed up and took a video. It's just that we were in the moment and I didn't want to forget it. And I just took like a one second video. And when I look at those, I have terrible memory, by the way. So I pretty much forget everything that happened in the past year after just a couple of days. So looking back at these memories, I just remember, oh yeah, that did happen. That was such a good time. I really loved that moment. And it just makes me feel a lot of joy and really enjoy a moment that I wouldn't have enjoyed without those videos and without that reminder of all all the great things that happened this year. Yeah, yeah, I definitely can agree with that. Um, Like even on Snapchat, uh, they have a feature where every like a year after you've taken a picture in your memories, it'll, it'll like remind you of that day. So if it was, um, let's say it was July 1st of 2017, and you took a video of you and your friends, it would remind you on July 1st of 2018 that you took that video, and then you can go back and watch it. And it's pretty cool because you just get to see like what you and your friends or your family were doing a year before. And uh, like, I, I just think that that's a really cool feature. But like, going off of when you were talking about you know, just taking videos and then going back onto them, uh, you know, like viewing them later. I think that a good idea is to write down the joyful moments that happen every day at the end of the night. So before you go to bed, um, like, right, it's pretty relaxing too. Like before you go to bed, you can just write down the best moments that just happened throughout your day and then you date it. And then you could just keep it in a journal or a spreadsheet And then it just lets you remember how joyful your life truly is, especially when you're having a bad day. Because if you really think about it, if you're if you're having like a terrible day, and then you go through a journal that has three hundred, like three hundred plus pages of just all your best moments from every day, you'll probably pick up your mood and be like, okay, yeah, my life isn't really that bad. I have a lot of good things going on in it. And then it's just a good, um, it's just a good thing that will just help you become a more joyful person and bring joy overall. So I, yeah, I definitely think like whether you write it down or you have it on video, just it's good to keep memories uh, just from your past and then look back on them. Cause you, chances are you're not going to remember exactly what happened from two and a half years ago, 
Um, but if like a camera will remember it exactly, or if you write it in a journal, you had wrote it that night. So it would be exactly what happened. So I think that's, that's just a great way to look back on memories and get joyfulness. Definitely. I think for me, I've always tried to write journals, you know, write at least a short journal entry every single day, but I found it difficult ever since I was young to really commit myself to a journal or to look back and feel the same feeling I was feeling when I was writing that entry. So what I started this year was instead of writing an explanation or a paragraph about how I was feeling or everything that happened that day, I started writing quotes, something my brother said that was funny or something that my friends said to each other. And that made me laugh my, like laugh my heart out. And just a couple quotes of something I said, my friend said, my family said something I heard to just jog that memory directly to remind myself, oh yeah, I remember hearing those exact words and how I reacted at that exact moment. Yeah, definitely. All, all of these um, are great ideas just to see and look back how your memories have been so joyful and just like all the great moments in your life. And I definitely think this chapter does a really good job at um, just giving you ideas of what to do to become a more joyful person. But unfortunately, we're out of time for this segment, but we will be continuing our conversation in the next part of the show. Listeners, be sure to learn more about Cynthia at bethestarur.org. Also, check out her books, Chicken Soup, for the Gardener's Goal, and Growing with the Goddess Gardener. I'm Jack Palacos. And I'm Katie Chu. Visit www.bethestarur.org for more information about Express Yourself and Be The Star You Are. And look forward to chapters from our new anthology, Be The Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, Positive Voices in a Changing Digital World. Go to www.bethestarur.org slash events to find out more about upcoming opportunities for spreading positivity as a part of our charity. This has been another segment of Express Yourself Teen Radio. Make sure to keep listening as we continue our enlightening conversation on the gift of joyfulness. Show the world your smile. Be the star you are. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at be the star you are radio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, teens talk and the world listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. 
I'm Katie Chu, and our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. For this edition of Express Yourself, we're extending a wonderful discussion about the gift of joyfulness. And I'm Jack Palacos. Since we weren't able to read the chapter of integrity for last week's show, we'll be reading the chapter today, as integrity and joyfulness can often go hand in hand. Here's the chapter of integrity by Be The Star You Are founder and successful author Cynthia Bryan from our new anthology, Be The Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, Positive Voices in a Changing Digital World. The Gift of Integrity As a child growing up on our farm, contracts or any business involved a firm handshake between my dad, mom, and their business partner. We were taught that our word was our covenant, our pledge, and that our handshake meant we have a deal. A promise was a promise. We didn't sign pieces of paper. We didn't have written contracts. A handshake was the contract. When my parents said they would do something, they did it. My confidence in their words was confirmed by their actions. There's an old saying around the farms and ranches in our county, if your word ain't no good, you ain't no good. I have since learned that the quality of integrity is a priceless ingredient in creating a life of meaning. Unfortunately, it is not virtue shared by the masses, but it is one that every generation needs to embrace. The word integrity means a state or quality of being whole, complete, or undivided. People who have integrity are complete, whole, and undivided. People of integrity follow through on their words with actions. They actually do what they say they will do. Our third president of the United States, Thomas Jefferson, said, In matters of taste, swim with the current. In matters of principle, stand like a rock. Knowing what's right doesn't mean anything unless we do what's right. Having integrity means that sometimes we have to go against popular ideas in order to stand for truth and justice. What is popular is not always right, and what's right is not always popular. Being a rock is solidity. Many times in my life, I've had to choose between taking the easy road of falsehood and the bumpy road of honesty. Although taking the high road of integrity can be the lonely path, it is always best to carve that trail. Parenting is challenging, yet some parents choose to give their children dangerous freedoms because they want to be considered cool parents. This manner of parenting is not beneficial and could even be harmful as children mature and enter the business world. As parents, we have a responsibility to help our children become independent, self-sufficient, creative, honest, loving adults who value themselves and others. Parents need to say no and stick to it despite the ramifications when no is warranted. Parenting is not a popularity contest. We have to show our kids how to do the right thing, not just tell them what to do. Integrity is health of the spirit. When we live with code of ethics, we are the people we are meant to be. With integrity as our foundation principle, we become leaders, strong, confident, energetic, trustworthy, industrious, truthful, and lovable. From the fountain of integrity, all the other gifts flow. We have the ability to love more, laugh more, and be the stars we were born to be. Integrity is a risky business because it means we can't be bought and our souls won't be, and our souls won't be sold. Our strong doctrines and fortitude of character can, can get us through the top, tough spots. And believe me, there will be rough spots for everyone. We are, always, we are all humans in training and we will make mistakes. The process of growing, learning, and developing always involves risk. But successful people don't avoid risk. In fact, they plunge headfirst into it knowing there is no such thing as failure, only lessons to be learned. 
motto I penned and live by is failure is just fertilizer. Go ahead and dig in. Happiness is an inside job and in order to live a life of bliss, it is necessary to know at the deepest level that who we are, what we do, and what we say is congruent with our personal essence. Integrity inspires enthusiasm, which lights the way for creativity. Individuals who live daily with integrity experience life in a powerful, pure manner. What you see is what you get. Integrity nourishes our hearts and cheers us along life's journey. With integrity as our rock, we can face our fears carefully and fearlessly. Integrity empowers us to be the best we can be. Integrity embodies the message of the golden rule. Do unto others as you would like done unto you. Integrity is a commitment to standing up for what you believe in while being firm in your ideals. It's a philosophy of concrete values, dreams, and goals. It means operating from a place of morality, authenticity, and positive outlooks. The greatest gift I can offer my family is my example of living as a woman of integrity. Knowing what is correct means nothing unless I do what's right. Keeping my word, following through on promises, and walking my talk are essential elements to living on purpose with integrity. Pass the torch of truth and the small ripple of integrity will grow into a large rave with exponential benefits for all. You can do it. And now we have an exercise called walking the talk. The next time you're faced with a dilemma, a job interview, or a question you'd rather not be asked, take a moment to pause, breathe, and contemplate the the circumstances. Will you lie on that resume? Could you be honest instead? Can you tell the truth despite the potential outcomes? When you agree to something, do you keep your promise? Make a list of things you have said or done for which you are proud of your efforts at veracity. Decide that you want to be a person of integrity and you will become one. No, it's not always easy. Employers are seeking people who are honest and reliable. Is that you? And now we have a quote. In looking for people to hire, you look for three qualities, integrity, intelligence, and energy. And if they don't have the first, the other two will kill you. Warren Buffet. That was an incredible chapter. I really do love I really do love the topic of integrity just because there are so many things, so many qualities, experiences that involve and are related to integrity, no matter how you view it, because integrity comes along everywhere. Just like, just like was said in the quote, integrity, intelligence, and energy, even though the three may not seem directly related, it really, it really is that if you don't have integrity, intelligence and energy can be something dangerous and risky. Yeah, I definitely agree with that quote with that quote a lot. And what I think is pretty cool is that since the topic of this week's um, like show is joyfulness, if you really think about it, um, we've been talking a lot about how joyfulness means that um, you're doing things that make you happier and make you feel good. And I definitely think integrity is a perfect example of something that will just make you feel happier and more joyful as a whole. Like, I, I know um, uh, this has definitely happened to me before, is if I've done something wrong in school and I get in trouble for it, rather than um, not suffering any consequences, but because I lied to get out of it, when I tell the truth, um, even though you may suffer a consequence, it just, um, it fe- you feel better about yourself for, uh, just telling the truth. And I think that 
that just really leads to you being a more joyful person as a whole. And I think that integrity is really essential to be a happy person because it just, I, cu- I couldn't really imagine how anyone that's just constantly deceitful, constantly lying and constantly just doing unethical things every day of their life could possibly at the same time be a really joyful person. So I think that if you want to be joyful, you have to have integrity. Most definitely. And especially when the chapter mentions in its exercise a job interview of some sort, a lot of high school students end up having job interviews and having uh, college interviews especially. And so many people get nervous and feel like interviews aren't aren't a positive experience. But this year when I was having college interviews, I really was as confident as and as honest as I could have been at that time. And I just ended up loving all these interviews. I was so excited for every interview I went to. And and interviewers want you to be honest too. For example, an interviewer told me, hey, I know this college probably wasn't your first choice. So what really was your first choice? What was the college you dreamed of? And for about five seconds, I hesitated. And then I decided, okay, I'll be honest. You know, my dad went to Berkeley. I really wanted to go to Berkeley for a while. That was my dream college. And then it changed to this and then this. And I didn't even know this college existed before a couple months ago when I turned in the application and now I'm here. And if you really are 100% honest, I think the interviewers feel that and they love that too. And it makes an interview a conversation. And who, who doesn't love an honest, a good conversation once in a while, right? So, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Um, Do you have any experiences with integrity and joyfulness that you can really connect to this chapter and today's theme? Well, um, I'm too young to start interviewing yet, so <laughs> I haven't had any experience with that, and I, I don't know whether to be excited for that or not, but I definitely have had... Um, experiences where you have to show integrity and I I think most of them were when I was a lot younger because um it just in elementary school I think that's when most of uh, my integrity (laughs) occurrences happen just because in high school the teachers are a lot less like um like micromanaging the students and they're a lot more lenient, but in elementary school, like you get in trouble for the, just the randomest stuff. And, um, I think that that's when I showed the most integrity because, uh, I would get in trouble for maybe talking to someone next to me. And then, you know, like I could blame it on the person and say, Oh no, what a lot of kids would do in elementary school is if they were talking, they'd say, Oh no, I was just telling this person to be quiet for talking to me which like, it's like the most obvious lie, but the teachers never would catch on. Mm-hmm. But then it just, I think like a good example is in, of integrity is when like occasionally someone uh, would say like, oh, sorry, I was talking. And then it's kind of funny too, because they would never even really get in trouble. The teacher would just say, oh, okay, don't talk again. Mm-hmm. And then I think it also shows that people, when they're thinking about like lying and not showing integrity, people always have this idea that the truth is going to be a lot worse than it actually is. And I think uh, like the expression, like web of lies, I think that's really accurate. How, if you just keep lying, you get yourself into this deeper hole of lies and you just have all this dishonesty that's becomes harder and harder to clear up. And then 
eventually you can't stop lying and then it's obvious and then like so the, you know people would figure out that you lied and then I think that shows that integrity is de- also like it's just always the right path that you can take if you're thinking okay should I lie to get out of this or should I tell the truth and I th- always it's always the truth that's better because right. if you get like caught for not showing integrity then that just looks even worse and then your word can't be trusted again no matter how much more integrity you show right and yeah I think integrity is just it's just a quality that it shouldn't really have to be a thing that people consciously think okay should I have integrity today or not like it's something that you should just have when you wake up and just be like all right always just be honest have integrity and have joyfulness yeah I definitely agree with that I think a lot of kids have especially in elementary school as you mentioned a lot of kids have their integrity tested at moments and while I don't I, I don't think I can confidently say every moment of truthfulness will make it a completely joyful moment I think it's definitely true to say that every moment that you lie takes away from the joyfulness of that moment of that day and I think to always be honest to have integrity with every experience you have can add to joy can make your that day that moment and that time just a more joyful moment than it would have been had you lied and just shown a lack of integrity. Well, while that was an incredible chapter as well as an incredible discussion, joyfulness always makes for a great and happy topic. Unfortunately, that is all the time we have today for this segment, but we'll be here after the break. I'm Katie Chu. And I'm Jack Palacos. Find more information about our show at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com. Make sure to follow Be The Star You Are and Express Yourself at www.bethestarur.org to support our show and find more segments like this. I'm Jack Palacos, and again, during the break, be sure to check out our literacy and positive media charity at bethestarur.org, as well as visit www.expressyourselfteenradio.com for more information about our show. When we come back, we'll be returning to our discussion on joyfulness. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. 
I'm Jack Palacos on Express Yourself, and today's theme is the gift of joyfulness. And I'm Katie Chu. In this last segment, we'll be ending this incredible discussion on the gift of joyfulness with Express Yourself reporter Siri Panindra and her segment, My Journey of Life. With that, let's welcome her onto the show. Hey, Siri. Hi, Katie. Hi, Jack. I'm really excited to be back on Be the Star You Are today. Thank you for being here. So today's theme is joyfulness. And to get the conversation started, I want to ask, what is the best way to become joyful? I believe the best way is to connect with nature. And we need to spend more time unplugged and stay away from our distractions um, of social media and electronics. And we should rather balance our lives with the earth and nature. And I like starting all of my segments with quotes. So here's one about nature. And it's by William Wordsworth. Come forth into the light of things. Let nature be your teacher. Yeah, um, I definitely agree that nature's um, an essential part of becoming joyful. Like we were talking about earlier in like the earlier segments, um, it's definitely important to spend quality time outside rather than on your electronics because nowadays like everyone has a phone and everyone's constantly checking some sort of app and we already know that nature can make you more joyful, but what are some of the other benefits of being in nature? So I did some research, and studies show that there's a positive correlation with health, nature, and intelligence, and there's three different components. So the first one is hospital patients who see nature from their window actually heal faster, and there's statistics proving that point. And I recommend watching The Secret by Rhonda Byrne, and in a nutshell, it's about this life-transforming revelation on how to get true happiness, and it talks about the power of visualization. There's a scene based on a true story where this person ran into um, an airplane incident, and he was being treated in the hospital, and the doctors told him that he could never walk again. He constantly visualized being um, outside in the nature, and after a few years, he miraculously ended up walking, and that's definitely a really big miracle. The second point is that adults who work in the office space with nature are more productive and focused. And um, for example, you could put flowers on the table, you could have an aquarium, open the windows, that sunshine in. And the third point is that children are healthier, happier, smarter, and nature has positive effects on some sicknesses, including asthma, obesity, and attention deficit disorders, and it relieves stress and improves physical health. I'm glad that there are so many benefits of nature. Actually, yesterday, took a couple friends and we spent the entire day at the Mirror Woods National Park and the beach by there without, you know, even taking out our phones for the entire day. And it was just such a great experience. And after we came back, I thought I would be exhausted. But instead, I was so motivated to do all these things. I was ready to you know, bake something with my little brother. I was prepared to do research for my college and all these kind of dismotivations and willingness to do every, something that I wasn't willing to do when I had spent the whole day at home doing absolutely nothing. But as we are on the topic of nature, what are some ways to connect with nature? It is simple as stepping outside of your house. For example, you can grow a garden, which allows you to see nature in action as the plants grow over time. I actually love gardening, and my father and I grew different vegetables and flowers during the summer. And overall, the experience is really worth it. 
Also, camping trips are also fun. You can watch the beautiful stars and relax with your family and friends in the middle of a forest. You don't have to go to a Yosemite or Yellowstone or a national park, but even in the backyard, sometimes I just put up my tent and I see the stars, um, especially during the shooting star season. That's amazing. You can also find a lot of constellations. Um, another instance is going to the zoo where you can connect with a wide spectrum of different animals like giraffes and lions. Um, maybe you won't have physical contact with the lion, but I know you can feed <laughs> giraffes. Um, my favorite activity is actually going to the beach or any source of water, even a pool, outdoor pool is fine. And nothing is more refreshing than hearing the calming sounds of the waves. Actually, um, I went to Yellowstone and there's a lake and I took um, a video of the waterfall and I still listen to it when I'm meditating. And even going outside gives you a peaceful confrontation with nature. So I really recommend anything, even stepping outside. Yeah, um, over the summer uh, for my vacation so far, I've actually went to um, the beach for one of them. And then for my other vacation, I went uh, up to Bend, Oregon with some friends. And in both of them, um, we were in nature for probably 90% of the time, either at the beach when we went to the beach for that trip or... Um, when we were in Bend, we went on some hikes, um, we went cliff diving in this big quarry, and I think out of like all my whole summer, those were definitely the most joyful memories I have of it, and the parts that stand out the most, and I definitely just, I felt really just good, and I just had a happy, positive attitude when I was outside in nature, and I, <laughs> it's funny too, because my dad actually started growing cucumbers in the backyard and tomatoes. We have like garden boxes now. And um, I was picking cucumbers the other day. And it's such a simple act, but it actually, it's something that can bring you a surprising amount of joy. And I remember that when one of the previous segments when we were talking, you were informing us all about meditation. And does meditating in, ma in nature bring you joyfulness outside? Definitely. Meditation outside the, in the nature wakes up my senses and allows me to focus and let go of anything stressful. I know school didn't start yet, but for adults who are working or even if you're going to different classes, I know I'm taking my SAT coaching right now. And sometimes that can be stressful. And I meditate every day and I love meditating in the nature. And I recommend that you find a natural environment outside preferably quiet, but with natural sounds and, you know, a source of water, like a waterfall. Um, focus on the sounds of the waves. If you're sitting your in your backyard, focus on the sounds of the trees blowing and the chirps of the birds, even the cars going nearby on your street. It's always very refreshing and I suggest you try it out for the first time. Yeah, I definitely think that kind of focusing on your senses outside is a great experience. I don't think I've ever had a time when I spend time with nature or went to the beach, just walked, took a hike, and I thought, wow, this has been a waste of time. Whereas if I stay at home, watch a movie on Netflix, sitting in my room alone, sometimes I think, wow, I could have spent that hour a lot differently. I should have at least gotten a little more sleep or I should have gotten some work done. Whereas even if I just sit outside, do no absolutely nothing for an hour for 30 minutes and I just kind of enjoy my, the air the fresh air I'm getting or the nature I'm taking a look at I never feel as though I'm wasting my time or it's a distraction 
But since we have talked about one way that we could spend our time in nature, meditation, how often should we spend time in nature? I would recommend every single day. And that's because we always have stress every day from our fast-paced environment and work. And I think connecting with the nature is not a chore, but it's rather a stress reliever. And at first, it was really hard for me to incorporate that into my schedule. But over time, it becomes really peaceful and relaxing. And as I said before, nature has its benefits, and it's just very calming. And if you do not find the time, try to start off every weekend. And over time, start doing it every other day and then every day. And you'll start enjoying it really, really much. In fact, some students have created a nature club at school. And every weekend, they make a trip to the ocean or go hiking on a mountain. And if you're interested, definitely take the initiative to organize such events or even a school club with friends and family. It is really fun. Yeah, that definitely sounds like it would be a lot of fun. And I think that nature is probably one of, if not like the best way that you can give yourself joyfulness because, um, well, as long as you check the weather beforehand, there's pretty much nothing in nature that will really stop you from having a good time. And uh, because if you're on, um, I've noticed that if I stay inside all day and I am just playing on my phone and watching TV, at the end of the day, I feel not that great. Um, I don't feel sad or upset or anything, but I just don't feel like I accomplished anything. And I just feel kind of slow. And even though I did nothing the whole day, I'm surprisingly way tired than I would ever be if I went outside for the whole day. And I think that just proves that going outside in the nature is just a great way for joyfulness. But that was just a great segment overall and we had a great conversation and Siri thank you so much for an enlightening discussion on joyfulness and such a fascinating show today but it's sadly time to say farewell so we give thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are and our Voice America Kids group especially our voice engineer Josh. Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world and thank you our listeners for making us a top rated program. I'm Jack Palacos and I'm Katie Chu. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For info on our creative community, charity efforts, and outreach programs, go to our main site at www.bethestarur.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, be joyful, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines If you would let yourself